Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. You may be seated. So every summer, uh, my family and I uh, direct a summer camp at Camp Allen for one week. And we are, uh, and so there's three camps going on at the same time. So together there's probably, we want to say probably 275 kids and lots of adults and it's great. And so all together, all three campsites come together a couple of times during the week. And one of the things we do is a camp-wide hide-and-seek. So all of the campers in each group, they get together with their counselors and they try to find all the adults, the 25 or 30 adults. And so we've been doing it the last couple of years and I've always prided myself on hiding somewhere where no one was going to find me. And so far, two years out of two, they haven't found me. And so uh, I'm like, where do you hide? On a campsite, we got all these kids looking everywhere for you, um, uh, turning every rock, um, you know, every uh, canoe that's been turned over, all of that. And and I managed to find in our, uh, I guess the secret is, I always hide under uh, the crafts table at our campsite. And I put the chairs a certain way and... And I hold really still. And they never seem to look down. They're always looking up or right in front of them. They never look down to see. And so I've always been able to hide there. I guess I really can't hide there next year since I just said where I'm going to hide. But, um, but the, the cool thing about that is if I ever got found, I probably would be really disappointed, right? Because like hide and seek, you never want to get found. But that's, uh, that's a different kind of context. How about when... Uh, we don't want to be found, but how about when we get lost, right? When we lose something. I don't know about you, but I've got, I've, I have a hard time with like finding my wallet and my keys and my phone. Those are always the three. And so it's gotten so bad that I use one of those tile things on my, on all three, all three things so that I can find it. I mean, I never know where it is, but I've come a long way because when I used to lose things, you know what I would do? Blame someone else, Right. I'm like, somebody else moved it. Maybe the kids moved it, or, you know, someone in my family moved it, or, you know, our sweet maid moved it. I'm like, why do I always blame everyone else? But I, I've, I've changed my tune because um, my wife, Trish, is really good about having a different attitude about that. When she loses something, she always just goes ahead and searches for it. She doesn't complain about who lost it or how it got lost. She just keeps going, keeps finding. She doesn't worry about those things. And I think that's really the right attitude. Um, You know, this gospel is part of uh, three parables, basically. It's like the first two are a gospel lesson for today. Like the the third parable is the parable of the prodigal son and his elder brother. That comes later. But um, they all make this joy over this repentant sinner. And you can even see in this progression of parables. First, it's like one of a hundred, right? And then it's one of ten, and then later it's going to be one of two sons. So it gets progressively more and more important. But no matter how much is lost, I like the tenacity with which God goes after them. Like, I like that context of understanding that God is constantly pursuing. Because that, in a sense, gives you hope that you can never be lost yourself. But I think all of us, in a sense, we can understand that for a moment, but most of the time we feel like there is a credit-debit system involved with our relationship to God. It's almost like we do some good stuff and we feel real close to God, then we don't do some not-so-good stuff and we feel this distance. 
It's almost like, well, I'll do some good stuff for you so I can be connected to God and there's this connection and then we push away. Or the other way is we'll, we'll basically be like, God doesn't want anything to do with me. I've been, you know, I have not been good. I've been selfish or something like that. And, and then you just basically try to push God out of your life. So it always feels like there's this give and take. And there really isn't. God is constantly loving us, constantly pursuing us, constantly loving us. And it's always our perception of how that is to be. But I like this quote from C.S. Lewis said this about God's love. No sooner do we believe that God loves us than there is an impulse to believe that he does so not because he is love, but because we are intrinsically lovable. So essentially that we are loved because we're special, not because God is love. It's almost like the relationship is, uh, we warp that relationship. We, we make that disconnect. But I think in a sense, there's a, not in hide and seek where we, um, where we get mad at being found. But I like this con- idea that, that God is constantly pursuing us and that we can have the joy of being found. That we can live into that promise and receive that being found, right? That's where that real joy, that real, the real peace can come for us is when we do get found. And we have to do this. I think in a sense, I remember probably one of the first times I really felt found by God. I was on a hike in Colorado. It was probably, I was 17. And it was a, a thing called Camp Wilderness. There's about 30 of us. I've talked about this before. Went on a week-long hike and through the Colorado mountains, and it was about five miles a day, but it was, you know, constantly up for the first, like, three, and then you get to, like, the top in the middle of the week, and then it was, you know, the descent. Um, I mean, it wasn't particularly hard hiking. There wasn't a lot of, like, ropes or anything repelling. It was just a long walk, and we had all our packs on our stuff, and we're constantly walking, and, and you know, if you're not used to that, it can be um, kind of difficult. You know, the altitude's really high, and so on this, the last night before we actually got back to the base camp and, you know, got there and then uh, spent the night and got, went, got in the van and went back home, you know, all the way back to South Texas. The last night, we, um, the leaders of the camp got us to, um, of our little group, you know, I mean, it wasn't a very big group, like 20 probably. He got us to, they had this field, this large, like, prairie almost. We were back in the prairie part of of this this area and had us sit separately from each other so we were far enough away we couldn't see anybody else now the leader knew where everyone was and could have you know perspective and like all right they're safe over here they're safe over there they knew but we didn't we just knew that we could have um the time with god um in connection and so what was left of us was with our journal they brought us the journal and our bible and they brought us um our meal our our dinner so we ate quietly as the, as the sun was going down. And we had this majestic mountain, uh, just, just these you know, beautiful mountains in front of us. And, and so they basically said, I know this might seem scary, but just spend your, spend your evening with God. Spend your time in quiet. Spend your time in connection. Allow yourself to feel God's presence. And that was a night that, you know, I really, at that time, was trying to make sense of a lot of things. And and that's where I found God. God, you know, essentially was right there. But I, you know, it was, a, it was a, we were together. God found me and I found God. And that, in a sense, was a way that, that I really understood that connection in a profound way. 
So if we can do that ourselves and we uh, can be found by God, we can live into the kingdom that we have here. We can live into God's kingdom on earth. You know, I don't know about you guys, but if you, you just think about it, we, we've all been lost sheep at one point in our lives, no matter what's going on. And, you know, there's people in our own neighborhoods, people in our own families, our friends. Sometimes you know when they're lost. And what do we do? We connect. We want to reach out to them. Maybe there's, like, somebody who's going through a grief, like a recent death, or they've lost something really, really they just feel lost. Have you ever had, like, a, maybe, like, a death in your family or, or a friend or something really tragic happen, and you're just really kind of lost? Like, you can't even eat. Like, people are like, you need to eat. And you're like, no, I'm not hungry. Or you have a hard time getting up or just basic function stuff. That's when you feel really lost, right? But we can, we can uh, be out there for other people. We can uh, be a, a shepherd to them and bring them back into the fold by showing God's love to them. The other thing we can also do is, you know, the people that are fleeing violence from other parts of the world, right? If they're fleeing violence, we can reach out to them when, uh, and however we can, can do that. And that looks like a lot of different ways. I mean, if we're fleeing violence or if you, uh, they're fleeing, you know, hate, all those kind of things, we can be a shepherd to them as well. And that's part of how we live out God's kingdom. Um, I think another thing, too, is something we have to understand, and it's really how God probably sees us, is when we extend help to others, a lot of times people aren't ready for it, or perhaps they don't respond in a way we want them to. So we'll give, and instead of like being people are being like, thank you so much, that was so helpful. Some people will be like, no, I'm good. I don't need your help. Or they'll take it but not say anything, and it won't feel right. Well, now we know how God feels about the connection that God has with us, right? Because God is always right there with us, constantly reaching out. And what do we do? We don't respond in the way of thankfulness. We respond in the ways of like, yeah, I'll get to you later. So it's almost in the sense of how God is. So how we can connect is be thankful, but also to extend God's love to other people and not expect the right kind of response, but continue to do it. And that's how God is. God just constantly reaches out, out to us, caring for us, no matter what goes on, no matter how we're hurt. And I really like that idea. I like the fact that we can be found by God. We just have to continue to um, know that no matter what we've been through in our lives, no matter what's going on in the past or going on right now, we can find that joy again and we can be found by God no matter what. Amen.